Hi, this is September from September Morning, and you are listening to today's Boondoggle on Domain Cleveland Radio. What's going on, everybody? It's Bill Bailey with today's Boondoggle on Domain Cleveland Radio. I just wanted to take a minute in this little intro before the intro to give you an update on some of the things we got going on here at today's Boondoggle. And uh, we recently uh, launched a email account so if you have any questions suggestions or comments you're enjoying the show you want to see something different you want to see certain guests on the show you can reach us at today's boondoggle at gmail.com and as you know the coronavirus lockdown has hit a lot of us uh, financially um, boondoggle didn't escape it either and uh, if you want to support us financially so we can get you uh, these interviews that you enjoy each week uh, you can donate to our GoFundMe. There's a, a you get on GoFundMe. Look up today's Boondoggle. We got a GoFundMe that will be ongoing, and um, as well as a Venmo, you can donate. If you use Venmo, go to Venmo domain or uh, today's Boondoggle. And then also there's our Anchor sponsorship on the Anchor app, Anchor.fm. Look up today's Boondoggle, and you can become a monthly sponsor to us there. Uh, as you know, this is a veteran-owned and operated program we got going on here. It's very been, man, incredibly therapeutic for a guy like myself who, you know, is a veteran with PTSD and anxiety. And, uh, just gets me out there talking with people and gets me out of my comfort zone, and it's been awesome. But uh, it all costs us, you know, to, the travel accommodations. To, to get to these interviews that you want to hear. So if you can help out anyway, we truly appreciate it. Um, also, please follow us on social media. It's at Today's Boondoggle. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Just please follow, subscribe, comment, comment. download the, the episodes. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, you know, any of the programs that you use to listen to your podcast. Please, please. Uh, do whatever you can to support us, and hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks. You got it. Thank you for tuning into this week's edition of today's Boondoggle. Domain Cleveland Entertainment is a veteran-owned and operated entertainment cornucopia of nonsensical shenanigans. You can find interesting interviews, music news, entertainment information, and just about everything else in between. Thank you again for tuning into the show here at Domain Cleveland. What's going on, everybody? It's Bill Bailey with today's boondoggle on Domain Cleveland Radio, and I am speaking on the phone with Miss Kelly Schilling of the band Bleakheart. How you doing, Kelly? I'm good. How are you doing? Good, good. Well, what's the weather been like out there for you guys? You're out there in Denver area, right? Yeah, yeah, Denver area. It's been pretty good so far. I don't know. I've been in my house for so long. <laughs> I almost don't know what the outside world is like. <laughs> but it's been uh, pretty nice for the most part. It's going to start getting chillier, but it's been around the 60s. Okay, cool. And you're out there uh, with my Bigfoot hunting buddy, uh, Grant Netzerg, in, of, in the company of Serpents. Yeah, yeah, I know Grant. He's a great guy. Yeah, we had a interview a while back, and 
struck up a friendship and he emailed me like the other day about a family trip he was on involving Bigfoot and stuff like that. So it was really cool. Oh, wow. Very cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Small world, small world. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then, uh, yeah, and you guys got that funky airport out there too. Yeah, we definitely have that. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, usually when I have guests on and stuff, I I like to get a little bit of a background on the artists themselves before we get into talking about their releases and all that. So I wanted to ask you, like, uh, what what did you originally want to be when you grew up? Oh, man, good question. I don't know. I think actually when I was really little, I wanted to start getting into drama and I wanted to act. And then I remember taking a class as a kid and like being way too scared about it. (laughs) So I didn't do that. And then I started playing music from a really young age. I was put into piano lessons when I was in first grade and played piano till about third grade. Then after I quit that, my dad wanted me to still play an instrument. So I chose the flute and I've been playing that for all my life now. And so as I was growing up, I don't think I ever had a projection of like what I want as a job, but I did know that I wanted to be a musician and I wanted to play and, and write music for the rest of my life. Gotcha. And then like, what was it with the, uh, the drama and the acting stuff that, uh, I don't know. I just, I think I'd like thought I wanted to do it and I tried it and realized it wasn't for me. Yeah. Cause either way, you're still performing in front of people, you know? Correct. So. Yeah. I think I just, uh, when it comes to music, that's more my language, you know, like I, I love performing as a musician and I think I have a lot of respect for performers and other avenues, but music ended up being the one that fit right for me. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then, so you said you were, uh, how old when, when you first started playing piano? I was in first grade, so eight or nine. And like, had you already discovered music before you started learning an instrument or? No, that was definitely my my father putting me into that. He he was a musician. He played in bands in the seventies, and so I think it was just you know his way of kind of introducing me to music. So piano was the first thing he got me into because he also played that. And then I only did that for a few years before I changed to flute. Gotcha. And then um, have you uh, gone on to play any other instruments or? Yeah, so I played, so it was flute, and then when I was 15, I started picking up the guitar. That was about the age that I started getting more into, like, rock music, and I was, you know, really inspired by the guitar. So I ended up picking that up, and I took lessons for two years with guitar, and I was still playing flute and band. And then by the time I was in college, I ended up minoring in music, so I had to take piano classes again which was really nice because I really love playing the piano now and then started taking voice lessons a little bit after that oh gotcha and then um like when you said in your teen years when you started playing guitar like who were some of your influences back then to, to start playing um back then well when I was first getting into rock music I I grew up around like the new metal age when that was a big thing for kids so I was a really big Linkin Park fan when I was younger and that was the start of it. And then as I started getting a little bit older, still, you know, late middle school, early high school, I started getting into bands like Arch Enemy and Cradle of Filth and Children of Bodom, things like that. And definitely Arch Enemy was like an influence for me because it was cool to see another woman um, in the community because at that time it wasn't as prominent. So yeah. that was like really inspiring to me. 
Awesome. And then you uh, you you said you got into uh, doing uh, some vocal classes or whatever too. Had you already yeah, been singing I, in a band before that, or was that did you have the lessons and then that was something you just kind no, of I started off to. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I started um, singing in Dreadnought, and then I think it was our second album. I decided to get lessons before going into the studio because I just wanted to, you know, learn how to sing better and learn more about the mechanisms of voice. So that's when I got started. So that was more so my latest instrument. Awesome. And then, so uh, you said you're in that uh, Dreadnought. That was that like one of your first bands that you started playing in, or? Yeah, um, so Dreadnought was called Castigation before that. So when I was 16 or 17, I was introduced to Jordan and Kevin, who were trying to start a band. And so we ended up kind of playing in a blackened death metal band called Castigation. And you can still, if you go back and listen to it, you can hear some similarities to like how you can, you can hear us in that band. And if there's some like Dreadnought similarities um, without it being Dreadnought, but so Castigation started and then that was a band for a few years. And then we went through a few other guitar players until we decided we wanted to get keyboards. And so we had already known Lauren from the music scene. So then she joined Dreadnought and that's when like the name change happened. And when we went in like this new direction and then Bleakheart is my most recent band and that we got together a year or two ago, I want to say. Okay. And then, um, so, I mean, you guys got together, and then you already have the albums out now, right? Uh, Dream Griever? Mm-hmm. And you yeah, guys yeah. went ahead and released that independently on, on Sailor Records? And, Correct, uh, what, yeah. What can you tell us about uh, Sailor Records? Sailor Records is just a small label out of Denver. He likes to support um, local bands here, and so most of his roster are bands from Denver. And he just, you know, wants to help support his friends and help get their music out. And he really likes it being a starting place for bands. So it made sense for Lee Cart to work with him because Dreadnought has worked with him before. And so I was like, you know, we're a new band. We don't want to spend the money on our own vinyl because it's just such a huge cost. So we reached out to him to see if he'd be interested in putting it out. And he was. So it was great. Yeah, I'm retired Navy. So that that name kind of stuck out to me. Oh, yeah. I think that name has, um, it's like a kid's nickname, I think. I don't actually know the history of why it is called Sailor Records, but it has something to do with his family. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, like, with uh, the new album, uh, Dream Griever, like, what was the inspiration behind that title? It was uh, the title of a song that, so we came up with the, title for like the last track before we came up with the album title and we just really liked the way that that sound and thought it kind of encapsulated the whole album because it's that song in particular is a lot about kind of letting go of an ideal or an identity or perhaps a goal you were once striving for that was actually more damaging to yourself than good and kind of trying to move forward and and kind of take a new path in life and the whole album is kind of about like the missteps into like our psyche and all the things we tell ourselves getting in our heads and just it's a human fascination like I'm just really fascinated with kind of how we get stuck in our in our heads and the stories we tell ourselves and how fleeting time is and things like that 
Oh, yeah, I can totally relate to that. I'm one of those overthinkers, so I get stuck in my yeah. head quite a bit. And totally, that, yeah, and especially now with COVID, too. We're all home and isolated, and it's easy to just, yeah, get too stuck. Oh, yeah, totally. I, I was uh, I was just going to say that, too, because it's like, I mean, you have you, you don't have no release. You, you, you have nothing to go out and just let loose or connect with others and you know mm -hmm. it's just been I, I i'm in i'm in recovery i'm 11 years sober and i got like you know i was hitting meetings and stuff all the time and yeah you know, now there's well, only congrats. a couple of them yeah thank you and now there's only yeah, like sure. a few of them that i can uh can hit right now i'm staying connected but i'm hearing horror stories about so many guys that are going back out and relapsing and stuff like that oh and no mental health has been like you know a mess right now with yeah. all this. Um, yeah, it's really hard. And I'm glad that you're doing well. And it's, you know, it, it's, it's so tough. Just got to try and guess, stay connected with the people that you care about as much as you can, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, sorry, my answering machine's going off in the background. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, what's going on? <laughs> uh, yeah, I should have turned that down before I came down here to do this but that's all right anyway uh my so that's my daughter's voice from like 15 years ago so that oh wow should be making a nice cameo in the background yeah <laughs> but yeah i was gonna say when i so i'm i'm you know checking out the album and i'm reading the title and i'm like come on who is not broken down the the song into uh it to the tune of dream weaver I know. I, I We were asking for that, you know, <laughs> by naming it that song. I knew we were going to get those, that kind of connection, and it's fine. It doesn't bother me. It's funny. Yeah. Who 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 was the first one to bust that out in you guys? Um, Probably my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and then I start thinking about, like, Wayne's World and stuff like that. So um... Yeah. And you know what? Honestly, I you know I'm sure I've heard that song in the past, and I just like wasn't thinking about it. But we were watching Rain, Wayne's World, and I was like, oh wait, are they saying Dream Griever? Yeah, Dream Griever, because I like didn't want to like rename a song, like you know reuse that title. And then I found yeah, found that it was Dream Weaver, and I was like, well, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's me overthinking, you know, and how I can connect all the little other <laughs> things that I've uh, yeah. listened to or heard. Um, mm -hmm. but, uh, so, That's okay. <laughs> so yeah, um, then I seen that you guys were working with, uh, Pete DeBauer. Is that the right yeah. pronunciation at world famous studios? Uh, what was mm -hmm. that like? It was great. Um, Pete is really, really great to work with. He is kind of like my favorite mix of like a producer where he lets you do your thing. You know, you can, you know, record your songs and he'll give suggestions here and there, but he never like oversteps, you know, he'll give a suggestion, we'll try it. And if we don't like it, he'll be like, okay, that's cool. And I love that because I think it's important to have a little bit of back and forth from like your engineer or producer so that, you know, can like kind of fuel some more ideas or things you didn't think about before. But I'm also kind of a control freak in ways too, it's musically where like I want to be my own producer in ways, you know what I mean? But he was really, really awesome to work with. And he helped me a lot, like, vocally. Like, he's just really attentive. And he also just has an amazing ear for mixing and mastering and sound in general. That's great. And then, um, you know, I guess um, 
JP has been like what the main um, catalyst behind a lot of this. How long have you been working with him? Yeah, so he was the main. He was he was the guy that started this band. Um, it ended up it was originally him, just him, and he played you know the guitar, the drums, and everything. And he wrote a demo that he wanted to record, and then he asked me to sing on it. So I did. And then at the time it wasn't a band, but after we finished the demo, he asked if we wanted to put together a band. And I was like, sure. Yeah, I'm down to try it. And for him, it was an outlet for him to play a music style that he hadn't played before. You know, he listens to a lot of music that sounds like this, but, you know, he plays drums in the Company of Serpents and then drums in Vermin Womb, which is a grind band. So he wanted to do something very different, something a little softer, but still dark and sad and with some like heavy elements in it as well. So then after the demos, he ended up finding Mark and Josh that he knew previously, and they were interested in joining the band. And then that's how it started. And so far, like, uh, I mean, you guys have been together for like a year. Did you have any uh, opportunities to like play out or get some shows in before all the lockdown stuff? Yeah, we did. We've played a few shows here in Denver. Um, we haven't made it out of state yet just because we are so new, but we've definitely already played quite a few shows here in the Denver scene, which has been nice. It's It's been fun to have a new project to play live with and to explore because I had been just playing guitar and dreadnought for so long. So it was really fun to have a project where I'm playing keys instead and playing a different style of music and exploring. That's been been really worthwhile. And this is the debut album then, correct? Correct. Yes. So it was our first album. Yeah, so basically you've already played a lot of these songs out live. Yeah. Yeah, we played all of them except for Dream Graver, the last song. We haven't played that one live yet. And in the studio, they kind of, you know, parts shifted a little bit from how we had played them live because I ended up using a lot of the keyboards that Pete has there at the studio because he has all kinds of vintage synths. So I was like, I can't not play on these. (laughs) So I got to experiment and kind of change my parts a little bit. Hey, baby, this is Double D, also known as Dream Daddy. And I got to tell y'all something about our new sponsorship here at today's Boondoggle. And the name is Dream Nutrition. So if you're looking to empower your human vitality, well, then you come to the right place. With over 12 years of combined experience in cannabinoids and terpene products, Dream Nutrition products include CBD oils, patches, proteins, and so much more. The endocannabinoid system is believed to have involvement in regulating physiological and cognitive processes, including the immune system, appetite, pain sensation, mood, memory, and in mediating the pharmacological effects of cannabis. Support this veteran-owned and operated company today, and today's Boondoggle fans will receive 10% off their orders when using the promo code Boondog10 at checkout. That's B-O-O-N-D-O-G-10 at checkout. So go to the link. That's dreamnutrition.com forward slash discount forward slash Boondog10. 
And remember, dream is not spelled like dream daddy. It's spelled D-R-E-E-M. And start saving today because you deserve to feel your best. And you know that's right. So tell them dream daddy and your brand from today's boondoggle sent you. Oh, that's cool. Well, that's always good. I mean, when everybody gets to add their, like, I mean, it's a bunch of cooks in the kitchen creating something, and you got to add your recipe, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's great to have everybody, yeah, contribute, like, their different um, experiences into music. I mean, that's what makes a band is all the different people within the band like they they all bring their own to it so even if one person writes all the music it's like everybody else is still going to like bring their own flavor to it and that's the fun part about being in a band is seeing how it ends up formulating and the studio is my favorite part of being in a band I love recording and and creating the album and I love seeing the process and working really hard and then seeing the final form of it come to fruition that's like that's my favorite part of it and then what was like the uh, the transition like for you then coming from, you said you play guitar and Dreadnought and then now coming into keys and singing and everything? Yeah, it was, I mean, I've played piano on my own. Like I, I am always making music. So I was creating, you know, like piano music or, you know, ambient kind of sounds in, in my room recording by myself. But it was a fun transition because I sing in Dreadnought as well. But it was like a different take on it. Um, I was able to kind of focus more on lyrics with this band, with, with Bleak Heart, where I hadn't done that before. And so that was really a good exercise for me is to finally start getting more into the words of a band instead of just the instrumental sounds. And it was a good challenge, and I'm excited to keep doing it and to, to get better. And then piano, it was just, yeah, it's just a different way of thinking about music because in Bleak Heart, you know, JP and Mark, they are the backbone of it. They write the riffs and they come up with the skeleton of the structure. And then I come in and I add the keyboards and I help them rearrange things depending on where the vocals sit. And then, but with Dreadnought, a lot of times I'm coming up with like the skeleton part. So it's like I had a different role in Bleak Heart, which was really fun. And then, you know, so you said you get to write a lot of the lyrics now. Um, where do you like usually go for some of your inspiration? Like what helps you, uh, you know? Uh, oh man, I don't know. <laughs> it's, uh, I just, they're just like inner thoughts and I usually have to find a quiet space and just kind of like write almost like paragraphs or just, just write out my thoughts and then try to like think of ways to kind of put that into more of a poetic form. So it's like There's journaling not... or something and then you just take it and transform it into Yeah, song. exactly. And yeah, it, it's it's somewhat like that for sure. And is there like a particular message that you're uh, focused on with this album? There's kind of a mix of messages, I think. I mean, this album definitely just explores my fascination with just our inner turmoil and how our mind can be our own worst enemy at times. And all the songs kind of have different themes based off of that. But I think where I was, this was before the pandemic and before 2020 when I wrote all these things. 
Oh, so now so you I got thought, a, a you know, whole notebook full of uh, the next album already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could I could definitely yeah write a lot about this year for sure. <laughs> so we'll we'll have more material. <laughs> cool. And then um, is, is there uh, you know, I mean, if if there's like. I know you got your regular fan base, but if there's like new new fans that might be checking it out, what would you think say they could expect from this album? I would say it's always so hard to describe your own music and to like I don't know give tell someone exactly what they're gonna expect, but I would say like really sit with it, find a time in which you can sit and listen to it from top to bottom, and that you will find a lot of beauty and a lot of richness within the music and it's ethereal but also still heavy and although it sounds dark at times or it sounds sometimes it might sound lighter you know the lyrical content's still heavy and yeah it's just like it's a feely album so it's something that you should really sit with and i think you'll get that when you do sit with it awesome so I want to get to some of the questions that I normally ask when I have guests on here. Um, sure. Get still some more of a background of the artist. Is there, are there, um, who's like your top three musical artists? Ooh. Well, okay. Over, which anybody that knows me knows that. <laughs> Over is one of my biggest influences, particularly like the blood inside and, um, the Blood Inside era, and oh my god, why am I spacing their other album? Um, regardless, Over is a huge influence on me. I would have to say, like, another obvious choice for people that know me is Opeth was a huge influence on me as a kid, and I love that band still. And then probably my other biggest influence was Moon Sorrow. So I would say those have to be my top three, but it's so hard because I don't know, there's so much music and so much that I listen to. Like a more modern, or not modern, but a more current band that I really am into is Aransi Pazuzu. And then, you know, I think Portishead for Bleak Heart is a really obvious connection. Like that band has inspired me a ton. So I gave you a little more than three. (laughs) No, and I'm glad you mentioned the Portishead because I did kind of get that feel myself. So I see that connection. Yeah. Great. That's that's cool. Yeah, I'm glad people are like picking up on that because that's definitely like my or where I was inspired vocally. I just want to sound like that. She rules. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, is there a particular song that you feel has inspired you in life? Like, uh, it it's like your go-to whenever you need something to kind of motivate you or cheer you up. You know, I can't say I have like an anthem that I just have to go back to and listen to. I think it's more like album-based. So, you know, I would go back to the Over Blood Inside has always been a really influential album for me because I just think the composition on it is so striking. And I remember when I heard it, it was just so, like, different. And that really stuck with me. Um, And I'm trying to think of others. Thinking about bands on the spot is always really difficult for me. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, what about, like, the last book you read? Last book I read was... Um, East of West is a graphic novel. Um, it's not finished though. And I think actually I've been catching up on all the attack on Titan graphic novels. So I finally bought the last 
well, the most recent chapter of that. So that might actually be the last thing that I read. And that story is awesome. I love it. I've watched the show a few times. And now, like, going through the manga and reading it has been really rewarding. I think it's just, like, a really a really good and, like, energetic and also just dark and kind of messed up story. And I like it that way. More inspiration for future writing, right? Yeah, exactly. It's just very real. Yeah, it just touches on very real human concepts and, and, and war and just the fact that they yeah, had just the it's so wild that humans are still wanting to kill each other like more you know we've been on this planet for so long but we can't seem to get past that our nature in that way no no it's definitely can't and i'm sure you know these lockdowns aren't helping uh us learn how to right do, even though we're like baby put in the corner you know right now we can't get out and play it's like as soon as we do it seems like something stupid's gonna happen so yeah, who knows? Humans are weird. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then um, three people who've inspired you or you can credit for making you the person you are today. Oh, wow. Um, I'd have to say, I mean, this is, I've, my partner, 100%, um, even before we were together, we were close friends and he's always been a really big influence on me and a motivator for me and I'll always cherish that so now that even now that we're together like still incredibly motivational and I always look up to him you know he plays in bands and he's part of like the same community and he just has such a good light about the world like he just he just thinks about things in such a positive way and so whenever I'm feeling down or kind of getting stuck in my head he's always really good at being able to like give me perspective and then I would have to say my dad, as you know, he was a musician and he has really like inspired me to be a musician. I mean, I think it's just in my blood, you know, and him and my mother being really supportive of me throughout time has been really good because if, if he hadn't been, you know, I don't know where I would be. And so like Dreadnought used to practice at my, my folks house, like even after I was in college, cause we didn't have a practice space and like, they would make fun of the screaming vocals and all that stuff, you know, as parents do, <laughs> but they've always been really, really supportive. So I would say I wouldn't be here without them either. And then for the third person, I would just have to say a group of people like Dreadnought. Like I've known that group of people for so long. We've been in a band together for 11 years and have, you know, they've all very much shaped my life to be what it is now. Yeah, I got to ask, like, so uh, Dreadnought, what was the inspiration for that name? That name? <laughs> so I remember when we named the band. So we were just out of the practice space, and Kevin had a, what is it, like a big, um, just a giant, like, piece of paper, basically, and just wrote a few various names on there. And it was just as simple as, like, we looked at Dreadnought, and we thought it sounded cool. <laughs> But then we like, you know, later came to like, we were like, okay, you know, it's a dreadnought is like, you know, it was a massive ship, but itself, it's like, it's a massive kind of entity. And so that's kind of what we wanted the band to be is like this massive otherworldly entity. And that's how the name really fit into the band. Yeah. Cause I, I it had me thinking about GI Joe. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been used for so many things. Yeah. So 
like we liked the way it sounded and then I liked that kind of like the just the idea of something like this big massive kind of entity of some sort and wanted our music to sound really big and massive and be this yeah otherworldly thing like I said yeah yeah and then then uh me thinking about G.I. Joe is a good segue to uh one of my favorite questions that I asked the artists on here what was your favorite toy as a child and why <laughs> that I actually could instantly think of that. Um, so I had this stuffed Pikachu, <laughs> and that was my favorite toy. This just this like little stuffed animal Pikachu. Um, I just loved Pokemon when I was a kid. So and that was just like the thing that I always had around me. And there's not much more to it other than that. <laughs> Did you like collect the cards and all that stuff too? My brother collected the cards. I was more of like a toys kid, so I had like tons of figurines and the stuffed animals, and I played like the games, but the card game was more of my brother. Yeah, my daughters like would trade the cards with their friends and stuff like that, so, mm-hmm. so I knew Yeah, it. I remember he used to have like a whole binder of it, you know, but I just, I just, yeah, I loved Pokemon, but I, I just like having the, having the physical toys to play with. Did you mess around with that apple at all, Pokemon Go or whatever? No, I didn't. But I had friends that did. I mean, it was like kind of a fun idea, but I I didn't get into it. Yeah, no, I I was like, I don't know. It sounds kind of weird. Like you, you walk in the middle of traffic going to get a, you know, imaginary Pikachu and get run over or yeah. something. So. <laughs> sounded yeah. dangerous to me. It seemed like. Yeah, I mean, it could definitely be dangerous for sure. <laughs> I mean, it was a cool concept, but I just, yeah, I just didn't didn't get into it for whatever reason. <laughs> and then, uh, do you have any message that you have for our uh, military members that are currently serving overseas? Um, just you know, keep your heads up. Thank you for your service, and um, you know, every, you know, your family's thinking about you while you're out there, and you'll always be in their thoughts and just stay positive because it's a hard time. It's hard time everywhere for everyone. So thanks for doing what you do. Awesome. So uh, before we get ready and wrap up here, I wanted to ask if, if there's, um, cause I mean, with it being released on sailor records and all that, if like any fans that are listening to the podcast and they want to, you know, check out or support you guys during this time and buy any merch or the CD or whatever, where would you send them? Um, you can go to our band camp. It's leakheartband.bandcamp.com, I believe. That's where you can purchase our LP and, or the digital. We have cassette and CD as well. And then you can listen to us on Spotify or Apple Music. And we have our songs up on YouTube as well. Awesome. You guys got like you- a YouTube channel? Yeah, so we do have a YouTube channel. We only have like our music posted on it. We don't do any like personal band videos or anything like that but we'll have you know more in the works um if you are on social media you can find us on instagram and facebook awesome and then um real quick before i let you go you mind cutting a promo id for the show sure just like introduce yourself and you're listening to today's boondoggle okay hi this is kelly from bleak Heart, and you're listening to today's boondoggle Awesome. Kelly, thanks a lot for your time. Um, Sorry I had to make it a little bit quick. I I have a prior obligation I got to get to. Uh, 
but uh, oh no worries at all wanted to make sure we got uh something together and out so you know thanks a lot for your time and try and get out if you can enjoy the weather while you still yeah. have it before that snow starts coming down i know it's so true gotta do that and yeah how's cleveland uh cleveland's been pretty good we actually have, have been having good weather that's another reason why i'm getting out right now so <laughs> yeah T- take yeah, advantage I know. of it while we still to... have it even though our governor's yeah, shutting, starting to shut everything down again but yeah i mean at this point it's just like necessary it's, it sucks but it is what it is yeah definitely all right well thanks again for your time and have a great day you too thanks bye
W Story, brought to you by Today's Boondoggle. My daughter's telling me that if we wanted to fly on that C-130 down in Youngstown, if they're going someplace, you can fly in that for free. Yeah, Mac flights. Or yeah, Mac flights. But she says the only problem is getting back. Sometimes. Yeah, getting back. You never, you can't, you have to have your schedule open. That's yeah, nothing yeah, but a thing. thing. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be adjustable. Yeah. Flexible. We'll work it out. That's the key. Flexibility. <laughs> we have enough knowledge between she, us. We can figure been, it out. She's been with the ninth. <laughs> And thank you for listening to another story time from the VFW Hall. Brought to you by Today's Boondoggle. for listening once again to today's boondoggle radio show please check out our website domaincle.com and todaysboondoggle.com be sure to follow us on social media at today's boondoggle on facebook instagram youtube and twitter for more information about this podcast support us on www.anchor.fm forward slash today's boondoggle as well as on gofundme be sure to subscribe comment download and listen to us on spotify apple Podcasts, google play spreaker and all the other podcast platforms please email us with questions suggestions and comments via today's boondoggle at gmail.com please leave us comments and five-star reviews. Thanks once again for listening to today's Boondoggle Radio Show. Thank you for tuning into this week's edition of today's Boondoggle. Domain Cleveland Entertainment is a veteran-owned and operated entertainment cornucopia of nonsensical shenanigans. You can find interesting interviews, music news, entertainment information and just about everything else in between. Thank you again for tuning into the show here at Domain Cleveland.